You're listening to The Bob and Bo Show. Here are your hosts, Ty Bob, Ty Bo, and Sean. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I am Ty Bob, joined by Ty Bo and Sean. Coming at you on a Thursday night, watching the Eagles take on the Texans. I've got a nine-leg parlay riding on this, uh, trying to turn a dollar into 110. Um, so we'll be possibly reacting to this live if it goes well. Uh, but folks, got a week coming up. It's a solid week. We've got some power rankings coming at you. We've got some games of the week and our pick them to finish off the show as usual. But to get our week started off right, let's go to Sean with just the tips. My favorite part of the week, the start of the week, before I realize these players do not perform like I think they will. <laughs> Starting off with our starter for the week, we got quarterbacks right here. We're going to start with Joe Burrow against Carolina. Rough week last week. No Jamar Chase still. I think he's about to turn it around. Carolina's got a pretty solid defense. Somehow they're playing decent right now for Steve Wilkes, but we'll see how he does. That could be his week. Very, very questionable. Somebody defense is not that good this year. They're not that good, but they're decent for Carolina. They had an offense they could compete in more games. Their defense is helping them win the only games they win. Quarterback that I've labeled a bust many times, Tybo has labeled a bust, Trevor Lawrence. Start him. He's going against the Raiders. Raiders do not look good whatsoever, which... I love to see. I know you guys love to see too. Max Crosby gonna is gonna have Trevor Lawrence on his ass all game. At least seventy percent of the plays. Two 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 fumbles by Trevor Lawrence. And then hot. Three hundred fifty pass yards, three touchdowns, two fumbles. <laughs> okay. Start him. Wow. Start him. <laughs> no, he's definitely not gonna get that, but you never know what he's gonna get. Worth a chance if you need somebody to start. And last one, he's been trending upwards very well recently. Never thought I would say this, but a Chicago Bears quarterback, Justin Fields. Yes, sir. Going out, go out. What the hell was that? <laughs> Going up against Miami. <laughs> Going up against Miami. They have a very weak defense. I know Bradley Chubb just got there. First week there. He has... Scored over 20 fantasy points in the past two weeks and was in the teens prior weeks before that. So look for him to continue that trend. Look for him to keep going upwards. The Bears could be good in the future. We'll see if Justin Fields is a guy or not. That's very questionable. Moving on to running backs here. We got Aaron Jones from the Green Bay Packers going going up against the Detroit Lions. Lions defense, very shaky. You never know with Aaron Rodgers over there with the way he's playing, but Aaron Jones is the focal point for that offense right now. Now a player right here that was in a very, very heated uh, fantasy football talk we had this week, Ramondre Stevenson against Indianapolis. (laughs) It was talked about 
profusely right away and vetoed almost instantly. I don't know how did we, did we get that. all six. I think all six were completed pretty early on Good. today. Somebody, somebody tried to trade Devonte Adams and Devin Duvernay for Ramondre Stevenson, and I, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Now, to to be fair, Ramondre Stevenson and Devonte Adams have a very similar amount of fantasy points this year, but when you talk about the potential in an offense, like Ramondre Stevenson's ceiling is nowhere near where Devontae Adams' ceiling is. Very true, but we have seen some very questionable trades go on in this league that are worse than that. Somebody offered me a trade today, too. Uh, If we're going to go that route real quick. Very odd trade. Uh, Somebody tried to send me Patrick Mahomes and Brandon Cooks for DK Metcalf and Nick Chubb. Not quite. Not maybe even. if you maybe if you really needed a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. But. Which I don't. And <laughs> Brandon and Brandon Cooks is also like who knows when the hell he's gonna play again. Is yeah. he not playing? Well, he's out all tonight and uh they, they said due to personal reasons, it's because he wanted to be traded, now he no longer wants to be there. He's firing off tweets left and right. Talking about how bad okay, they're, well, I didn't, they're messing with I didn't with know so. that. They're, he's he's just trying to get you to hit the wrong button on accident. Yeah, yeah, he was. That was an awful shot. Anyways, running backs here. The last one, Deontay Foreman against Cincinnati. No Christian McCaffrey there. They are using all their offensive weapons right now, and he is one of the main ones they have. Look for him to have a great rushing attack and go off. Wide receivers here, Chris Olave for the Nolan Saints against Baltimore. Baltimore's secondary is very rough. They've been rough all year. Great rookie right here. Look for him to go off. DK Metcalf against Arizona. For some reason, DK always seems to get off against Arizona. <laughs> I was waiting for a typo there. Seems to always get off anyways. Last wide receiver here. You like Ty Bob, you're just doubling down on getting off. <laughs> Going for it. <laughs> Last one here, Juju Smith-Schuster against Tennessee. Prior two weeks before the bye week, great fantasy weeks. Look for him to come out strong, come out ready to go. Another great offensive performance from him. Tight ends here. Taysom Hill against Baltimore. He's a tight end. But they play him at quarterback a lot. Look for him to get a lot of rushes. And he may get some play action passes as well in the red zone. You think this is this is another 30-point week? Not a 30-point week, but probably like 10 to 20, somewhere in there. Solid look for him. Last tight end here, Gerald Everett for the Chargers going up against Atlanta. In Atlanta, it's a dome. Justin Herbert's going to be tossing that thing around. Look for him to get some touches there. And Sidhams, Kirk Cousins at quarterback against Washington. I can't really say much about that. That is Kirk Cousins' revenge game for Washington, maybe. It's about time that he really slows down and starts playing mediocre Kirk Cousins football, but we'll see on that. So last week, you had start Danny Dimes and sit Kirk Cousins. 
And this week, you have start Trevor Lawrence and still sit Kirk Cousins. How hey. confident do you feel knowing last week that was a terrible call? As far as knowing Kirk Cousins as a player, he always has games like this. He's always going to struggle. And he just got a brand new tight end, but do you think he's going to be utilized that much there? In his uh, first why not? Irv Smith is down. Yeah, but man, I just don't see him use it, use it that much there. I don't know. That's just me. I don't. I don't like this. Just the tips. <laughs> well, come back to me on Tuesday, and we'll talk about it and see how bad. I, I will. I I will be most in definitely this will. Same chair. <laughs> same chair. Same spot. Next quarterback same we have hat. here. Okay. Next quarterback we have here is Aaron Rodgers against the Detroit Lions. Right now, he is questionable with a thumb injury. And personally, he has not been playing very well this week at all. I do not think he will have a good week this week. He just needs to retire. Screw sitting. I mean... Middle of the season, Aaron. Get out of here. He wants to do so many different things than just play football right now. He's worried about... He already complains about, like, how much his time is managed in the football season. He wants to just do whatever he wants. He wants to do ayahuasca go, and, go and do, do it, Jeopardy. Bud. And do Jeopardy, but... Alas, he can't. And last quarterback here, Tom Brady against the Los Angeles Rams. It's Tom. He's going out west. He could have a good game, but... Personally, they're struggling this year. He's coming off that divorce, which is finally official. Don't think it's going to go too well for him. And running backs here, David Montgomery against Miami. He has been splitting a lot of carries with Khalil Herbert, and he's not been getting the touches that he needs, only getting about 60 yards a game, a reception or two, getting about eight points a game for the past few weeks. So don't. Don't look to start him this week. Damian Harris. He has been injured. He's coming back. I still think Ramondre Stevenson is the lead back there. If Damian Harris plays a lot, he will get sparing touches and not produce as much as Ramondre. Damian Harris has already been on your set on list before. So is Kirk Cousins. Yeah, and I also pointed that one out too. Yeah, but I'm not going to – I can't pick new players every week. There's certain players that will play good or not good. I'm very limited on what I can do here. Last running back here, Tyler Algier for the Falcons. Whatever, I don't care. That's a rough name. At least I tried the name. At least I tried the name. You did. <laughs> it's Atlanta. He had a good How week. How do you week. say it, Ty Bob? Real quick. Al Gear. Okay. He pronounces that name, but not any do other we, name. Do we, I mean, how do we confirm that? Are we uh, listen, listen to the broadcast. Okay. We'll see find, find, find me on Tuesday, if I'm wrong. Hopefully. Let's go with that. Wide receivers here. Tyler Boyd against Carolina. Joe Burrow may have a good game, but he's going to look for T. Higgins, and I expect Joe Mixon to have a big impact in that game. 
Chris Godwin against the LA Rams. Tom Brady's on the sit Chris Godwin's on the sit Tom Brady goes anywhere, it's going to be to Mike Evans. Let him have a great week. Curtis Samuel for the Commons against the Vikings. Just don't think that's going to go very well for them. Taylor, Taylor Heineke is willing. The Commies did some wins, but he's actually using Terry McLaurin more. So look for Curtis Samuel to have less targets and maybe Jahan Dotson have a few more targets as well. Tight ends here. This one may surprise you guys here. Mark Andrews. He's going in this week as questionable. They're playing in Nolens and don't see it go, going too well for Mark Andrews down there. Look for a lot of rushing down there. Isaiah likely looks fine. Yeah. <laughs> Behind so. him. Isaiah likely fills that spot just just fine for the You got it? Get it? Good. All right. Last tight in here, TJ Hawkinson. He just got traded. Don't look for him to do too much up there, but he will have slight impact, if anything. And that was just the tips. I'm excited to see how this week goes. We're going to start keeping you accountable on those. I know hey, you keep my, yourself accountable as well. My stardom will be great. My sit-em is very questionable. We'll have to we'll have to wait and see on that Trevor Lawrence. Uh, but we do we do have a little bit of news that we need to talk about here briefly. Um, from Adam Schefter, the Dolphins have signed uh, Bradley Chubb to an extension. It was five years for 119 million. 63.2 of that was fully guaranteed. Uh, it's a little over 23 million dollars. Uh, per year was moved on very quickly. Um, they're probably very happy they got that one done. Um, so it's actually more than what we expected for him to get versus his production. So if he's getting that much, expect guys like Max Crosby to get money out the wazoo, uh, probably 27 plus, probably Chris Jones as well, which will be a little scary. Uh, and this this kind of answers your question from from last show, um, like how how like what does this mean for the Dolphins moving forward? How are they going to build their team? Blah blah blah. Like they have that contract done instead of waiting. And you know, if he produces more, you know, he's probably going to want more money, right? If if they waited to 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 sign that deal, but <clears throat> yeah, time will tell if it's a smart move or not. Because I mean, that's just the way the NFL goes, but. Another one from Adam Schefter, Saints head coach Dennis Allen told reporters today uh, that he does not expect wide receiver Michael Thomas to play again this season. They then went and placed him on the IR. Um, Harry Mirov confirmed that on Twitter as well. Uh, but yeah, Michael Thomas uh, plays three games, hurts his toe uh, out for the season. Brian Robinson shot four times, misses. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Thomas looked so good the beginning of the season too, man. Like he did. Slant boy. Slant boy out here slanting it to the bench. Uh we, we do <laughs> uh we do have some what's really new good though. Things. I mean, like that's that's gotta have been expected. I, I mean, there's a reason I didn't touch his ass in, in fantasy. So you didn't Whoa. touch his ass? I didn't touch his ass. 
Thank you for clarifying. I'm, I'm glad we clarified that. We know now. We no longer have to worry about you touching Michael Thomas's ass. Typo was anti-touching. Michael you shouldn't Thomas's have been worried ass. about it because of my stance against touching his ass. It was like, I'm not touching that thing. So <laughs> everybody knew. <laughs> everybody knew. You wouldn't everybody have been. Knew. You wouldn't have been worried about it ever. So I was very clear about it. Oh gosh. We had uh, some big news earlier this week. Uh, I believe it came out at the end of the day on Tuesday. Uh, Adam Schefter had released Commanders announced that Tanya and Dan Schneider have hired uh, Bank of America Securities to explore the sale of their franchise. Um, in here, uh, I did believe that there was a Bofa joke because it does Bofa say. Deep. Yes, because it does say here in the release from the Washington Commies, Dan and Tanya Snyder and the Washington Commanders announced today that they have hired Bofa Securities to consider potential transactions. That was Bank of America, but it is Bofa. Bofa. So uh, in in news... Ty Bob um, thinks it's going to be Jeff Bezos' team. 100%. Jeff Bezos has been trying to go after them for years. He's going to be the highest bidder. He will outbid anyone for them he like i said he's been going after them for a very long time headquarters for amazon is based in washington dc he lives in washington dc doesn't he own the washington post too he owns the washington post and has for the last nearly decade uh this is going to be jeffy b's team no question about it i mean this jeffy is honestly, honestly great news for the nfl that dan snyder is going to get rid of the team also very telling what would have been inside of um, any findings that they had. Um, okay, we're not going to release this if you agree to sell your teams. If you don't agree to sell the team, this is what we're going to release. And uh, so Jim Ursay has got some dirt on old boy Daniel Snyder uh, far more than he has <laughs> on anyone else with his private investigators. Jim Ursay of all people too. Docker. Uh, there was also a last bit of news coming from Adam Schefter. Uh, this one came out today. So this was after the news about the Snyders going, uh, potentially selling the Washington commies. Adam Schefter said the U.S. Attorney's Office in Eastern District of Virginia has opened up a criminal investigation into the allegations that the commanders engaged in financial improprieties. Sources confirmed to ESPN as well. So, there's a criminal investigation also ongoing with the uh, commies and Daniel Snyder. If nobody remembers this, um, it was alleged, I believe, during the offseason that the commies were doing incorrect bookkeeping and keeping ticket sales to themselves, which is supposed to go into a pot, or at least the numbers are supposed to go into a pot um, because the NFL uh, is – um, very socialistic in the way that they transfer around money. Everybody gets the same amount. It comes from ticket sales and the like. Um, so that's a big, big no-no based on the legalities the, of their business. The NFL uh, is socialist? Very. <laughs> big wow. Down. Not here or there. Just that's how their business is run. <laughs> Um, so very interesting. What do you guys think of Dan Snyder possibly selling uh, and these criminal investigations that are that are pending for for Dan Snyder and the commies? Dan Snyder deserves everything coming his way. Yeah, he does. Maybe the commies will actually be good for once after he sells the team. 
Well, there, there's going to be a, a little bit of a struggle here. Obviously, Jeffy B is going to be the name in the running for this team, but former Washington commie, uh, formerly known as another name, uh, when RG3, Robert Griffin III, was there, Robert Griffin has already raised $400 million in the span of two days since that information has come out. He is also, if he gets the team or becomes a, a minority owner or majority owner, is planning to take 10 fans of the NFL along with him to be minority stakeholders while also putting forward zero dollars so he will be bringing in if he wins the bid 10 fans who put in zero dollars to become minority owners and change the outlook of what could be their financial status uh for generations to come one fan that i want you for that you don't think that's cap you think i don't think that's cap. i believe that? i believe as everything that i know and hear about robert griffin the third is being a very good and true human being I do not believe that that is cap as well. That would be a portion of the talks that go in with um, um, people putting forth money to also be owners in this group is that he would be saying, this is what I am doing. People would not have uh, uh, vouched $400 million if this was not something that he was doing and if they were not okay with it. So does Jeff Bezos like, be like the majority shareholder and like the RG three and his 10 guys are like minority shareholders or most likely not. Jeffy B is going to go in with his own. He's going to be 100% sole owner, not because, because I believe uh, if the numbers are, are correct when speaking about uh, majority ownership for a team, whether it's NFL, MLS, NBA, NHL, whatever it is um, in America, you are a majority owner. If you have 30% or more, stake in the club jeffy b is not going with an ownership group he can afford every he can afford the five million dollar price tag if that's what he wants to pay it will go more for uh than what the uh the broncos went for 100 percent uh they're also valued higher uh than the denver broncos uh as well but Jeff will not be including himself with any other ownership group he will be the sole proprietor of this team should he bid and win if RG3 does somehow get this and win this, there's only one fan I want him to bring along, and that is a guy that goes by PFT Commenter on Twitter. Oh, my co-host God. Co-hosted part of my take. Huge commies fan. One of the funniest guys I've ever heard talk on podcast. He would be a great addition to that team, and they would make him interesting. Would be. It would be. It's going to be the news for the week. A lot of things coming down in the NFL, uh, especially for the commies. Um, but man, I tell you, every week we do come with the best of news. We also come with the best power rankings you hear nationwide. Ooh, All ooh, right? ooh, ooh, ooh. We just did the corners this last week, which we will be going over after this week's of games um, to discuss who needs to move if there needs to be movement there probably won't be because we pick the best power rankings but uh in order to uh go with one that will not need any movement this is the best power rankings for stadiums in the nfl now this isn't just uh based upon uh, how the stadium looks or just atmosphere. This is everything enclosed the atmosphere along with how the stadium looks and how it functions um, right away. So everything included, that's how we're going to be ranking this. 
Let's kick it off with number five. We're going with Allegiant Stadium out in Las Vegas for the Las Vegas Raiders, otherwise known as Arrowhead West. Chiefs own that building. It's amazing. It looks great from the outside. They roll the grass in. It's not artificial turf. Great stadium all around. And who would not want to go to Vegas, enjoy a weekend there, and then go to a football game? It's a great stadium. Number four. We got Lucas Oil. It's kind of a legendary stadium. Um, there's the whole thing with the roof. Is it open? Is it not? Uh, it's a it's a fairly updated stadium. Um, it looks nice. So number four. Number three. Lumen Field in Seattle, uh, home of the twelfth man, second loudest stadium in the NFL behind Arrowhead. Obviously, they show out. Great stadium. Great atmosphere there whenever you go. Number two. U.S. Bank Stadium uh, for the Minnesota Vikings. Um, another one of the this, this stadiums with a retractable roof, but it's a, it's a very new stadium. Um, it's it's state-of-the-art, up-to-date, whatever you want to call it. Super nice stadium. Best stadium in the NFL. Arrowhead Stadium. The atmosphere... The stadium looks pretty nice for how old it is. One of the last relics of the AFL. And probably the best experience there, the tailgating. Nothing beats tailgating at Arrowhead. It is one of the highlights of going to a Chiefs game. It's a great list, boys. A lot of you guys it's the listen best, to this. Right? It's, it's the, the best. best. It is the best. It is the best. A lot I do, of you guys I do might have, be saying like I have two comments though. I was watching a game that was in Seattle on TV this year, and they were holding the decibel like measurer thing, and it was only getting up to like in the nineties. Yeah, it's gotten a little quiet over the years. I I feel like some other stadiums may have passed them because like the record one forty two point whatever, like that, absolutely just, I mean ninety. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Well, I'm just saying that. Away. I'm just saying that because they they always claim it. They always say it on the broadcast, but we know it's not true. What? They, that they're the second loudest? No, that they're the loudest. They're never the loudest. They they're pump, not the they, loudest. They pump in crowd noise. Guaranteed. <laughs> we're uh, we're throwing around the allegations, much like they did in uh, in Nolan's with the Saints pumping in crowd noise. That's sad. <laughs> That's sad. If you're a fan of that of that of those teams that do that, you should be like ashamed of yourself. Be I will say I did get to go see Lumen Field uh while in Seattle. It's right off the bay. It's literally right there. It's beautiful. This is a beautiful stadium. Second comment a a, a Vegas trip that includes a Chiefs game in Las Vegas is bucket list. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna do that at some point in my life. I'm going away. Beautiful. To... <laughs> I think I'd join you. I think we'll just make it a make it a boys' trip. That'll Invite do myself. it. <laughs> That'll do it for our power rankings. Uh, but folks, we've got games coming up, and you've got to know what the three best games. Games. Are. Games. Did you say? 
John, kick us off with your game of the week. Finally, my turn to pick first again. We're going to go with the Vikings versus the Commies. Is this a Kirk Cousins revenge game or is this a Commies revenge game? We will find out by the very end. Neither. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be a game. I'm expecting big things from Taylor Heineke, third start in a row. You shouldn't it's, be. I'm Yeah, I'm really pulling <laughs> myself here. But he has won the past two games. Is this the time he starts falling off, or is he going to continue this path that he's going down where he's actually using Terry McLaurin like he should be used instead of Carson Wentz not even throwing to him? The Vikings are one of the top teams in the NFC right now. Will they continue this, or will Kirk Cousins falter and have a bad week against the Commies? He knows the area very well, but the fans there, absolutely hidden. And will the Commies come out to play since they realize Dan Snyder may sell the team? We'll find out on Sunday. Trash. <laughs> My my game of the week, uh, uh, I believe, is going to be much better. Um, Packers Lions, ass. <laughs> Lions record doesn't show it, but they've been competitive in a lot of games. Um, they almost beat Miami last week, but I I think it's going to be a game to watch because I like the turmoil in Green Bay. Like Aaron Rodgers is is not playing very well. He's got an injury designation going into this week. I'd love it if the Packers lost this game and are in really bad position going forward um, in terms of the playoffs. Um, but I'm, I'm, that's not the only reason I'm going to be rooting for the Lions just because, like, I, I like them. It's no, it's no secret. DeAndre Swift also possibly out. Um, he has been uh, non-participants in practice this week, uh, so something to keep your eye on. Which is fine because I got Jamal Williams in fantasy. We'll go to the final game of the week. Uh, this one comes in the three o'clock hour, while the other two are in the noon hour. Uh oh, we've Sorry. got some. Nope, it's nope, uh, the Thursday night game. Nope. What? Nope. Fumble, Fumble by, by Jalen Hurts. Recovered Damn by, it. by uh, Jason Kelsey. Uh, this is my my parlay is not going to. Uh, it's not going to pay out here. It's all right. Sadly. Uh, my my game of the week is going to be the Rams versus the Bucks. These are two teams that are trying to get right um, and seemingly cannot do that. Uh, however, uh, Tampa Bay has the best opportunity to um, improve their play. It's just going to be a little bit of an issue as they have to go from the East Coast to the West Coast while the Rams get the home game, a little bit more rest, uh, and obviously no jet lag. Uh, this should be a fairly good battle between two teams that are that are um, on the on the lower side, uh, but still trying still have the opportunity and trying to get into and through the playoffs. Will daylight savings time affect Tom Brady going out west? Yes, I, I mean I think the trip itself alone would affect Tom Brady. Uh, Everything is affecting Tom Brady. Time. Right now. Yeah, I mean that dude. The whatever witchcraft Giselle had on him is uh, completely worn off. Uh, he is toasted and finished. Him and Aaron Rodgers both need to retire. Uh, that that wasn't Giselle. I, I actually hired someone to ruin Tom Brady's life. That's wonderful. I wish you would have done hate it. Hate the man that much. I did. She did it a lot earlier. 
Chris they Ellis tried. Was just that much better. <laughs> they, this is this is like the tenth attempt. <laughs> well, folks, those are going to be our games of the week. Now we go into our pick'em. Uh, do not forget that we've got a tie for first place between Sean and Tybo. Um, and I am not too far behind along in the race. We and have Tybo picked... picks first. Tybo does yeah, pick first. We know. Thank you. We have, we have already got our Thursday night picks in. If you have not listened to that episode, go back uh, and listen to our postgame show of week eight. And we'll jump into our pick them for week nine. We have got the Buffalo Bills headed into MetLife to take on the Jets, who at home are 11.5-point underdogs. Who Do I call this upset here? Could be a trap game for the Bills. Call it how you see it. No, nah, I'm going to go Bills. Oh, man. Yeah, Bills are going to win. Mr. INT is back. Expect them to throw two or two to three. I'm also going to take the Bills here. Um, they're just too good. Next up in the noon hour, we've got the Dolphins heading into Chicago to take on Justin Fields and the Bears, who are a four-point dog at home. I picked the Dolphins to lose last week, and it kind of bit me in the butt. So I'm going to go Dolphins. I'm going to go Dolphins as well. Uh, Bears may make it interesting, but they will blow it by the end. I would be surprised to see Claypool be a huge factor in this game so early in his career uh, as a Bear, and because of that, I have to pick the Dolphins until they can get some chemistry going on there. Next up, we've got the Vikings who head into Washington to take on the commies in one of your game of the week. Uh, the commies at home are a three-point dog. Fine. Bonnie's a fine, Tybo. <laughs> I'm just contemplating. Fine. Okay, Vikings. <laughs> you talk through your contemplation, sir. This <laughs> great podcasting. Uh, like we talked about earlier, my game of the week: Vikings commies. Washington's going to have a great week. They're going to win this game because they realize Dan Snyder is going to sell the team. Also, going to join Sean here with the commies. They're playing really, really good, and the Green Lizard man. Hell of a quarterback they got back there. Next up in the noon hour, we've got the Carolina Panthers who will head into Cincinnati to take on a Jamar Chaseless Bengals. Bengals here are seven and a half point favorite at home. I don't think they should be as high of a favorite here, but I'm going to take the Bengals again. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the Bengals here. Panthers, if they start P.J. Walker, they may score some more points on offense, but Bengals will get it done in the end. I think this will end up being a close game. That seven and a half point spread is is a little large here. If you want to if you want to bet on this, take a backdoor cover by the Panthers, but the Bengals will come out with a win. 
we've got next the Los Angeles Chargers who head into Mercedes-Benz taking on the uh, stadium, taking on the Atlanta Falcons, who are a three-point dog at home. Not feeling comfortable picking a bunch of road teams that are favorites. I'm going to take the Falcons here. Hmm. It's a very interesting choice. I was going to pick the Falcons, but since you picked them, I'm going to go with the Chargers. I think this is going to be a really close game. It's going to be tough. The Falcons look to be on their horses. Um, We have yet to see if Cordero Patterson will be back. It is not the deadline yet. I believe that's the end of the day, Friday. Um, uh, so we'll have to wait and see, but either way with or without him, they've been playing very well. Um, next up in the noon hour, we have got the green Bay Packers headed into Detroit to take on the lions who are three and a half point dogs at home. I'm going to do it just out of spite for Aaron Rodgers. I'm picking the, I'm picking the lions. Hmm. You make it so hard to make these picks now, Tybo, because I really want to pick the Lions too. But I want to stick with the Lions. That is two for the Lions, as I'll take the Packers here. Uh, Lions are just dog water. Next up in the noon hour, as we close out our last couple games at noon here, we've got the Indianapolis Colts headed into Gillette Stadium to take on the Patriots who are five-point favorites at home. Hmm. Who's playing quarterback for the Colts? Sam uh, It will be Sam Ellinger. Is he good? Better than Matt Ryan. More mobile than Matt Ryan, I should say. Yes, more mobile. All right, give me the Patriots. Yeah, the Patriots defense has just looked a little bit too good recently, and they are not a passing team. They are a running team with Ramondre Stevenson, and Nick Folk is the hero for that team. This is going to be a field goal game, Patriots. That'll make it all three for the Patriots. We'll go to our final game at noon. It is the Las Vegas Raiders who head into Jacksonville, taking on the Jaguars, who are only a a one-and-a-half-point dog at home. They're a dog? One and a half point dog. Hmm. Give me the Jags. I'm going to have to go with the Jags as well. I think the Raiders are just not a good team at all. We've got too many of the same pick picks, boys. I'm also going to take the Jags. Uh, this is going to be either a really good week or really bad week for the for the three of us. We'll jump to our three o'clock games where we have the Seattle Seahawks heading into Arizona to take on the Cardinals, who are a two-point favorite at home. Uh, how many D Hop's been back for how many games? Two. two. Have have they won both of them? Yep. No, they lost to Minnesota. We, yeah. But he had big games. Ten catches in both, I believe? Or eight catches and ten catches? 
I don't believe in Seattle. I don't think they're a good team. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Cardinals. Gotta switch it up here. I'm gonna go with the Seahawks. I think that that defense is gonna make Kyler very frustrated, and they're gonna pull it off in the end with Geno Smith. Also gonna take the Seahawks here. Their defense is, I believe, in the top ten. Um, really good. Geno should be in the MVP conversation. They should win this fairly easily. Um, in their second home. Uh, next up in the three o'clock hour, we've got the uh, LA Rams. Um, excuse me, I have had this all mixed up. This is in Tampa Bay. I, I apologize. This is a Tampa Bay at home game. The LA Rams will be heading into Tampa Bay, who are three point favorites at home. So Matt Stafford will be making the trip across the country. Hmm. Yeah, thanks for that pointless question earlier. Um, last year, earlier on in the season, the Rams went into Tampa Bay and beat their butts. I think that's going to happen again. Tom Brady and the Bucks look discombobulated. Yeah, give me the Rams as well. They're just Sean. They need to get, they need to get right game. <laughs> I'm going to take the Bucks here. Um, Brady has not looked good, but he still has a a fairly good supporting cast around him outside of the offensive line. Uh, While the Rams have the worst offensive line in the league by every single metric, they cannot run the ball. They've been begging for Cam Akers to come back, and Cooper Cup has picked up an injury. Although he should play, it's going to be very tough for him. We have already picked the Titans and Chiefs game. If you have not heard that pick, make sure to go back and listen to our Chiefs podcast. Uh, should have come out before this one. So we'll jump to our final game of the week, Is that is the Sunday night game. So our Monday night game is the Baltimore Ravens heading into Nolan's, taking on the Saints in the Superdome, who are two-and-a-half-point dogs at home. I'm taking the Ravens. Even with the problems on defense, even with the injuries on offense, they are still putting up points. They're five and three. The Saints aren't great, so I'm gonna take another Ravens. You'll be mad at me at this big pin type, but I'm picking the Ravens as well. And that'll put You're just trying to keep it tied, like we had a few different picks. There's a few in there. I'm gonna pick the Ravens as well. The Saints just suck, even though they just hung up twenty-four on the Raiders. I think that just shows how bad the Raiders are. The Raiders suck even more. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We've got a good slate of games coming, folks. Um, It's not always the best of the best who are playing every single week, uh, but you are going to get good games when some of the lesser teams play against each other, uh, just like you do every week. So make sure to stay tuned in. uh, Get your bets in if you're betting. Um, Most importantly, though, always remember, Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs.